Well, officially, good morning, everyone. Welcome to New Life Church, and thank you for being here. I don't, I, I, I do not see any unfamiliar faces. Uh, seen, I think I've seen all of those pretty mugs before. So, uh, you're in town, Abigail. Good to see you. Are you on spring break? Awesome. Good. Um, I had a, I had a message that I had uh, prepared uh, for today that. Um, I felt strongly about, and then um, getting up this morning, I felt somewhat of a shift in my spirit about what to say and what to bring uh, to you today, and so um, during praise and worship time, uh, I was um, basically just affirmed on what what I needed to say, kind of what I needed to talk to you about, and and, uh, I'm not going to talk a long time. Because I feel like there's a point in our gathering today where God wants us to not only meet and connect with Him, but um, He wants to use us to help each other do that. Uh, we all have different parts that we play in the kingdom of God through the local church. And, um, and so I know the, the, the snow and the weather was um, unique coming on the time of time change. And so normally our body clocks right now are saying it's 10. Uh, and its new time is 11, and, um, and so that always gets me. The time change messes me up all the time, every, every single year. Uh, twice a year it does that. But, um, and then, and then, then the, the, the weather pattern of, of the way it did. I know we didn't get hit as bad as some other places, and our streets are drivable, thus you're here. Uh, and so um, we're not going to talk about the ones who didn't want to get out today. Um, but... Um, you know, and it's it, we're in a unique uh, predicament because of what we have to do every week. We have uh, folks that show up early that have to come early and move things and set up things, and the worship team has to do a lot of these, a lot of the setup and preparation. Then they go through their sound checks and make sure their their hearts are right and their 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 chords are are good. And uh, so there's a lot of different things we have to keep in mind when we come together on Sunday. Uh, it's, you know, and, and so I, I don't want to, I'm not uh, undermining what everybody's done and, and the hard work you put in week after week and, and, uh, and the, the sacrifices you make. I really, really, truly appreciate that. And uh, you help prepare uh, a level place of ministry and an, oper- and an ambiance, the atmosphere, as you sing. Uh, earlier, but something that that has struck me that I want to just briefly touch on with you this morning. That um, again, this is fresh. Uh, uh, I have no real, real uh, uh, time of meditating on this prior to the day. Okay, so this is this is straight from straight from the oven of heaven, um, and. Um, Hopefully, I'm, I'm right in doing this today, so we'll find out. But I want to draw your attention to something, um, and, and that is the snow. Obviously, it's all around us. And, you know, sometimes there's, there's an order of how God does things, and uh, the scriptures t- teach us that first comes the natural and then the supernatural. And, um, and, and, and it, there's something about snow for me. I love to watch it. I love to look at it. Uh, a lot of our kids like to play in it. Um, but I like the, the part of snow when it's fallen and it hasn't been disturbed. It hasn't been messed with. And 
And there's a scripture, there's some, a couple of things that this snow reminds me of, of, of the Lord. It's, it's in Isaiah 1, verse 18. The Lord says, Come now, let's settle this. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. Let's see, we have a mic. Yeah, come take the I mic. I was standing back there during worship, and this verse came to me, so I looked it up. I didn't feel free to come up here and read it then yet, so I just held back because I thought, well, this is weird. <laughs> as soon as you open your mouth and you go, Isaiah, I go, oh, it is. So I just want to confirm and believe what the Lord is doing here this morning. Amen. Amen. Go for it. Okay. All right. Thank you, Thomas. Come now, let's settle this. It's settled. God's speaking. This is where we're supposed to be. Says the Lord. <laughs> Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I will make them as white as wool. One of the things that God's snow reminds us of is God's fresh forgiveness in our life. We all carry around weights, and we all carry around baggage. We all carry around regrets. This past week, one of our members, uh, you know, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14, it, one of the things it teaches us about the New Covenant Church is this, is that when one of your members suffer, all the members suffer. When one of your members rejoices, all the members rejoice. And just goes on to express that we're to share in the grief and in the triumphs of life with one another. And one of our members, uh, Teresa Beaver, she's unable to be here today, but she, her father passed away unexpectedly. A lot of you uh, have already known that, but um, it's just an unexpected thing. The funeral was Thursday, and, um, and so any time... Death knocks, and, and God opens it and says, go on, you've got to come through. Uh, it's time to leave here and enter there. That uh, It makes us think about life. It, it seems to put life into a perspective that maybe we, we don't really stop to think about a lot. And so going through that time frame and, and sitting in that, in that service, you know, just obviously it reminds us about life, the preciousness of it. The, uh, the, the shortness of it, the brevity of it, and, and it makes you think, and you know, at least it, it should, and wonder about, have I done everything right? Am I living as right before God as I should be? And, and, the, and those kinds of questions, I think, plague us more than we really perhaps are willing to admit. And sometimes it takes a bad thing to happen. Sometimes it takes a heavy thing to happen for us to really come to grips with the, with the condition of our heart and, 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 the, and the, the produce of our life. And, and so, so because of that, it, it's real. And so what, what happens is God sends snow. And he didn't make it snow across the entire United States, but he made it snow through here. And I think... One of the things we can take away from this is this. I'm not some weird, goofy guy, okay? I don't, I don't like pay attention to a lot of 
weirdness out there. If this, you know, if it's the number two, then I think, oh, then this is what God's speaking or any of that. I just, I very rarely would even do anything like this. And so, um, but I'm taken back that it's a reminder. <clears throat> Wherever any one of us are today, we can be reassured that God's forgiveness can be fresh, as fresh as this fallen snow. That there's not a sin, there's not a mistake. There's not a regret that God's perfect love cannot cover and heal and forgive. And so his snow, it reminds us of this. It's, I will make you white as snow. David prayed a prayer in Psalm 51. He made a huge mistake. And here's what he prayed. He said, purify me from my sins and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. I mean, it's hard to get whiter than snow. It's pretty pure white. It's hard to get whiter than that. But there is the power of God's love and forgiveness that can literally make our hearts whiter than snow. He can remove... In fact, Scripture teaches us this in another psalm, that as far as the east is from the west, so are your transgressions removed from you. That's far. They don't come back around. They don't touch. They don't meet. God takes that away from us. And it, there's no rank and file in, in, in a sin uh, to God's eyes. There are consequences to the variations of what we choose to do. But as far as sin goes to the Lord, disobedience to God, it just is. It's what it is, regardless of what it is. But the promise that we have from God is that, hey, in a prayer like David prayed, wash me and I will be whiter whiter than snow. And that's something that, that God's, uh, that, that, that he, what he does here and he causes the snow to come down and reminds us of God's fresh forgiveness. Amen? Are you thankful for that today? And he, Isaiah 55, here's another thing of what God's snow reminds me of. He says this in verse 10, the rain and snow come from, down from heaven and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of His power and His love. Another thing that snow reminds us of is the refreshing of God's Word. Everything God speaks is about life. It's about life. And... Um, uh, about a month ago, I took Eden, uh, my oldest daughter, to a Toby Mac concert. And in one of his songs, he, he's, it's a pretty popular song. It's called Speak Life. And kind of the opening part of that, uh, of that song, he talks about some days life is working. Other days, it's not. The good, the bad, the right and wrong, and everything in between. And he said, what do you do? When, when, you're, when you feel like, man, 
some days it just didn't work it. My life didn't, it, it's just not coming together today. What I wanted, what I hoped, what I just chose. This is not the outcome I had, I had envisioned. And he says, so what do you do? He said, speak life. Speak life. Speak life to your situation. Speak life to the downtrodden. Speak life to the broken and the hurting. Speak life. And, and that's one of the greatest things about God's word is it speaks life. And he says, as the rain and the, and the snow come down from heaven and water the earth and bring forth its fruit, so shall my word be. As I send it out, it will produce what I want it to produce in the very thing that I sent it to do, in what I sent it to. So God's word, as another, another translation said, God's word doesn't return void. So any, anything you've ever read in God's word, it's living, it's, it's active, it's powerful, it's life-giving, and it never returns void. There are some, some things in our life where we're still waiting on the, the productivity of, of, of God's and of, his, of heaven to, to make it happen for something to come forth. And one of the things we have to be reminded of is, is what our purpose and what our responsibility is, is to continue to speak God's word in our life over our situation. We don't, we're not happy about the outcome of certain things. Speak God's word to it. We're not, we don't like, it's not, not the way it should be. Speak God's word into your situation, into your marriage, into your own soul, into your children, into your family, into your job situation, into your education, into your friends. Speak the word of God, which is life. And that's what Hebrews 4 reminds us of. It says in Hebrews 4, 12, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It, it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. It, everything is naked and exposed before His eyes, and He is the one to whom we are accountable. And he goes on, he says this, So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses. For he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So what are we to do? So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. And there at his throne we will receive his mercy. And we will find grace to help us when we need it most. There's not a weakness, there's not a test, there's not a struggle, there's not an addiction, there's not a stronghold, there's not anything in our life that we go through or deal with that Jesus did not conquer and that he himself did not experience on his own accord. But he showed that he did not give in to it and he overcame it because he was the perfect Lamb of God who was slain before the foundations of the earth. And he was the perfect sacrifice to give him himself so that we, when we put our faith and trust in him, then we have that same power in our life. And that he can empathize and he can sympathize with our weaknesses. He knows what it's like to hurt. He knows what it's like to struggle. He knows what it's like to stress. He knows what it's like to have pressure. 
He knows what it's like to be rejected. He knows what it's like to grieve. He knows what it's like for for all of those things. For he came 100% man, yet also 100% God. God made it that way on purpose because he wants humanity, his perfect creation, to know this. I know what it's like to be in your shoes. I know what it's like. I know what it's like for you to worry. I know what it's like for you to doubt. I know what it's like for you to be overwhelmed. I know what it's like. But we have this guarantee from God's word. The snow reminds us God's word is fresh and it is refreshing in our life. And it's, his word tells us that. His word is that and his word reminds us of that. And we are to come to him. We are to come to him. And then I think the last thing I want to say is this. Is a scripture out of James that it's a combination of the message version and the amplified version. So it won't, won't be up there the way it's written here. But here's what he says. He says, make this your common practice. In other words, this is what be what happens a lot in your life. Confess to one another your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins. And pray for each other so that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The prayer of a person living right with God is something powerful to be reckoned with. So there's, a, there's something here that sticks out. It's people and it's prayer. People, God's people, confess to one another your faults. And then pray for each other because here's what happens when you confess to one another and you pray for one another. It equals this, healing and restoration. Healing and restoration. In other words, that speaks to wholeness. That speaks to the dynamic that my life can be made whole as I live practicing God's word and receiving his fresh forgiveness in my life. Amen? So I think the full circle of this um, is for us today is that it's, it's not an accident that you came to church, because you look around, obviously, there's not a lot of people here. But God knew who would do it. He knew who would be here today. And I think here's one of the big things he want, wanted us to remember and know and take home to today is this, is that no matter how ugly your ground looks, his snow covers it. Because not all of our yards look the same. But when it snows, it all matches. All of our hearts don't look the same. But when God's snow falls on us, his love and his forgiveness. Guess what? It all matches. 
There's not a thing in your heart, in your ground, that God's love can't cover, that His forgiveness can't meet. There's nothing in your life that God can't handle. And so we can't judge the outside. Because <laughs> that's what we see with our eyes. What we have to train ourselves to do to be more spiritual, to be more like Christ, the way God tells us to live, is what God looks at is the heart. And the thing that makes the heart right is not all the outward approval, following the rule things that we're trying to be good at doing. It's humbling ourselves. God, let your snow fall fresh on me. Because I'm a man, I'm a woman, I'm a child, I'm a teenager, I'm a person, and here's what I've got going on. But if you believe his word, then here's what happens. We can come to him and we can receive grace. Grace. And because we can receive grace, then we're able to receive what we need in our life to be healed and to be restored. Because we're all got measurements of brokenness throughout all of us. But the thing that makes us whole is Jesus, his love, his power. It's him. And so today, I think here's what the Holy Spirit was leading, is leading us to do in these final few minutes. Um, I don't know, have you picked out a song to go back to? Okay, I'm pretty sure you guys are good at that. Thank you. Um, don't you appreciate guys like this who just flow? And by the way, I, I heard awesome stuff about our, our Glare Youth had a worship night on Friday uh, night. And these two girls here, Aaron and Sydney, I think just put it all together and assembled that whole thing. Corey put it all together and just had a wonderful night of, of being in God's presence, worshiping our Savior. And, um, and we might tap into that in a few weeks and have a night of worship that everybody can come to. Would you guys like to do that? Have a night of worship that we could all just come and be. Amen? No time constraint. No feeling like, oh, I got to get to whatever. Right? I think that would be awesome. Anyway, they're going to go back to a song, but as they get ready to go back to the song, here's what, here's what I think we're going to do. And that is this. We're going we're gonna to take James's words... And we're going to try to make this a common practice. I'm not saying this is what we're going to do every single time we come together, but it might happen a lot more than maybe we have been accustomed to. And that is, we're going to pray for each other. And but before we pray for each other, we're going to let somebody know in, in that group, hey, I'm hurt. I'm struggling. I got this pressure. I got this ailment. I've got whatever. It doesn't have to be an ugly sin per se. But what it needs to entail in, in in, 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 and have in it is this, is just humility. That I want my brothers or my sisters, I need you to, I want you to pray for me because of whatever. So let's, let's do that. Let's stand and, and I'm just going to ask you if you're married, you can get with another couple people that are married. If you're not married, um, Try to get together with someone of like gender and just take a minute to 
join together. And let's make this as sincere as we can because God's snow wants to fall fresh. And the, we're told the way it happens is when we open up to one another and we pray for each other, we receive healing and we receive restoration. We receive what our souls really need at that given moment in time. Amen? So let's do that, and the team's going to lead us sing, and then we're going to come back together and corporately go through, through this song together. So let's do that. Let's join together.
we're fi- as we're finishing up, if you would just come make your way back to your seats, and we're gonna go through this song of worship together one more time, and just worship as we end. I'll have a few announcements I'll give out here in a second as we finish up our day. But if you would, just come back and let's worship together. Can we sing this, make this commitment, this song, let's worship together, thanking God for what he's done in our lives today. Let's worship for just a moment. I hear the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is low. Shout of weakness, watch and pray. Find in
Can we praise Him this morning? Can we praise Him? Amen. Amen. Is this, can y'all hear me? I don't think this is working. Isaiah chapter 1, verses 16 through 20. Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Listen, the Lord said, come now and let us settle the matter. Your salvation, your forgiveness, your righteousness, it has been settled. It has been settled. Remember that today. Amen.